You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Justlyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello. Happy <laughs> fall. Hello. Welcome back. Yes. How are you doing? Doing well. So I listened to our last podcast and I'm yeah. like, oh my God, we're doing so well. We're going to do this at least once a month. And then we missed August. Yeah, but that's okay. But August, wasn't that just like a blink and then it was over? It went by really quickly, yeah. to say the least. I couldn't even tell you what we did in August. Nothing. Yeah, a bit of a blur, to say totally the least. Blur. Yeah, totally. But that's okay. It's yeah. Just, it's a new season. New season, new, almost new month, October. Yes. Jeez. Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah. We're in fall. It honestly felt like the fall, um, the last day of summer, it really did feel like it It switched. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, it's the last day of summer. Boom. Rain. Here it is. Yeah. Like thunderstorms. Thunderstorm. The wind was blowing. Fall, leaves yeah. are falling. It is fall. Yeah. The leaves are falling everywhere. It is fall. <laughs> it is fall. It is fall. Yeah. For, for those who don't know, that's a reference to um, Yo, Gabba, Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba song that was really popular in your household and in the car, <laughs> to say the least. Colton's favorite song. Yeah, it was a good one. But anyways, here we are. What is this? Episode 69? 68. 68. I'm always off on my episode Yeah, because you can't wait to get to 69. <laughs> but yeah, you know, lots of lot has been going on. We've both been busy just kind of enjoying the last throes of summer and yeah. kind of heading into fall. Um, I was hoping it was going to be like last year. Like October still felt like summer. I mean, last it, year. looking at today, it's still sunny. It's it's a bit Only chilly, breezy. if you're in the sun. Yeah. It feels like a little bit like summer. Yeah, but that's okay. In the shadows. It's yeah. fucking winter. It's so cool. Yeah, in the in the shade, definitely it's cooler. But I, I always like, I think I talked about this last episode around this time, but I always find that there's always like this this depressing kind of like everything's ending kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know like if for me, it's PTSD from just school starting again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've definitely this year... It kind of felt nice. I think it's because we've had such a hot, dry spell that when it started cooling down and the rain came, it was actually quite nice. It was, it was nice. It was, yeah. it was almost like you're waiting for that time to happen. Yeah, exactly. Switch. Totally. So I kind of liked it, especially like the like I always find like the first two weeks of um, fall slash like the last end of summer. It's always like a nice it's, it's a nice kind of vibe. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I think we're all tired. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a lot now. And like now we're ready to like yeah. just wear sweaters. Layers are always fun to wear. Yes. But yeah. Okay, so it's been what, two months since we last recorded? Yeah. So how have you been? What are some, th- what are three highlights? I always like well, to Well, three highlights. That. Issa started school. Lovely. And I didn't realize or didn't know it would be like emotional for me. Mm-hmm. So today it was one. It was the first time I went to Science World without her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was crying and like wonder galling, like teary eyed. It's just a different, I brought Eli. It was a different vibe. Just a different experience. Yeah. With, and it was Mm -hmm. like deja vu a little bit because it was just me and another, like just me and Eli. And then um, 
they play differently. So Issa could be very focused on one thing and that could be her her time at Science Row. Mm-hmm. Eli is like, water, splash, 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 like climbing things, throwing balls. It's yeah. like, wants to climb that jungle gym, which he doesn't know how to come back down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without somebody. So it's like all these things. It was like exhausting. Right. It's like, I miss Issa. Oh, I miss Issa. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was fun nonetheless. Like yeah. just a different experience. But I'm finding myself like missing her around. Yeah. It's like a new chapter in the the story of your family in a yeah. sense, right? Yeah. And it's like kindergarten feels long. It's six hours. Yeah. We went from like three days a week, two mm. hours at preschool to now like five days a week, six hours. Right. Does it does it feel like it's kind of preparing you for I don't know, her her growth and her evolution as a individual uh, I, I yeah yeah i guess so this is kind of like the, the first start of stepping it. stone yeah but, you know I, I wish there was more of like a gradual because mm-hmm. grade one then to 12 now it's going to be the same schedule yeah like six hours right gone. yeah it's funny right it's like you know this is happening but you don't know it happens until it actually happens yeah does that make sense yeah and i'm in it and i'm just yeah. like oh, it's like emotional it's like we're eating lunch together it's like just you and me, buddy. <laughs> Just having some lunch. Yeah. Well, Eli is two now. Uh, he'll be two, yeah. Yeah, he's in true. like a, a couple months. Yeah. Yeah, ish. Um, I guess you embrace these moments because it'll happen yeah, again. It will. But aren't you? Don't you kind of uh value the 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 workload that has been decreased? A little bit, yes. It definitely it's different kind of workload. Like yeah. Eli's a different. Mm-hmm. breed all in itself right like, yeah well that's a completely different human being right totally different human being totally different energy yeah, yeah. listening skills right he's got a good arm yeah but uh yeah no i enjoy it for what it is now mm. you get like alone time you kind of get to know yeah him on a different level too totally because i feel like when you had isa you didn't have you was just isa right so you got to really get to experience her right yeah but with eli your time wasn't fully devoted to him no right so this is your opportunity to really devote and get to know him on a more intimate level (laughs) yeah no like a personal level i Mm -hmm. guess yeah just like isa's shadow yeah exactly so yeah in in that case it's it's been nice nice okay so so that's one two i guess Uh, we went to bellevue Mm. we went to the states yeah um and it's nice like I remember Trader Joe's a couple of years ago, and it was just like a fun thing, a novelty thing you get, mm-hmm. like a couple of snacks. But like this time around, it's like, fuck, Trader Joe's is dope. <laughs> I love it. I mean, there's a reason why all the Canadians go to Trader Joe's. Oh, my gosh. So we went to the one in Bellingham just yeah. to like pick up some last minute stuff. And the shelves were empty. It was like Boxing Day yeah. there. I guess everyone was doing back to school shopping it there, right? It was like right? Cuckoo Bananas. Yeah. And it was mostly like young, I think, college kids because yeah. like UBC SFU right. sweaters. Yeah. With no etiquette, no grocery store etiquette. What does that mean? They're just like sliding things into their cart and then deciding later, like, oh, do I want this? And they're like in another aisle, like just putting other snacks in a different section. It's like a frenzy. Yeah, it was cuckoo bananas in there. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't recommend going to that one. Just go further south a little bit. Yeah. And just shop there where it's tame. 
Yeah. People are kind. Did you get any fun snacks or foods? Yeah, we did. We did. Mostly it was like pumpkin season. So it's a lot of like pumpkin spicy stuff. Yeah. And like these um, interesting corn peanut puffs. Okay. I used to pick them and they're like delicious. Like cereal? No, they're a snack. Okay. So they're like corn peanut puffs. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's number one. So good. And then the third one is... um, While we were there too, like Mm -hmm. we used our Science World Pass Mm. to get into other places for free. Oh, wow. I didn't know that they had a partnership program. Yeah, so it's like called the ATSC. Mm -hmm. So they're involved in other, I guess they're all connected. All the science companies? All the science worlds. (laughs) Science Well, ATSC. Oh, centers. Uh, Is that what it stands for? I think so. It is all, maybe all the science centers in the world globally. So yes. Uh, a few places mm-hmm. in the states, actually in every state, and yeah. then like Singapore, Philippines mm-hmm. is on the list, England mm-hmm. or the UK. Yeah. So, anyways, we got in there for free, and it was like our entire family with our pass. Yeah. So it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it saved us a lot of money. Nice. So three things right there: three kindergarten, things. Bellevue, Trader Joe's, and, yes, then and then ATSC. And then yeah, Science World Pass. <laughs> get it? It's worth it. Your life is just one big family. <laughs> family section. Yeah, and then we did drugs. No I'm kidding. We never did. We don't do anything crazy. Does does it does it make you wonder when like Eli is like in school and like they both have their own lives? Like then what? Oh yeah, no, I'd be excited about the then mm-hmm. what. So what have you have you <clears throat> fantasized about what the then what will be? Um, a few things. Yes, I like maybe would go back to school mm-hmm. i would maybe continue on with this like substitute teacher path that mm-hmm. i'm sort of on so education education yeah. yes i like the idea of having like the same schedule mm-hmm. as the kids as well yeah i don't know i do feel you, like it's exciting do you think that um do you think that you will want to resume a career again or do you think that this is just more like a like on the side job while the kids are in school you know what i mean like but I think that could be, yeah. it could be a career if mm-hmm. I wanted it to mm-hmm. be. But I'm asking, do you think, do you want it to be a career though? Or do you? Uh, like- maybe. At this point, I would say yes. Because mm-hmm. I, I think I would like that. And yeah. I like kids. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably want to be maybe a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Or some or preschool, like something in that, that landscape. Um, cool. Or do nails. Like sometimes in my head, I feel like I could do nails. Yeah. I could ch- chat there. Yeah paint their nails and then they stick it under the uv light yeah yeah yeah. then i see them what once a month to yeah, do nail fills. technician yeah. yeah nail technician or right. hair was another yeah. thing which i don't know if i could do that in the long <laughs> run that sounds like a lot of small talk yeah interesting yeah cool unless i'm the lady you don't talk to i just we just do the shit and then you leave yeah you, we don't need to you can put your airpods yeah. in we don't need to engage right well that's interesting so yeah. i guess the world is your oyster in a sense right yeah yeah. Like, have you thought about like a different career path if not what you're doing now? Like, yeah. In another I, world, would you be a surgeon? Well, I think about that. I think about like if this isn't the path that I'm truly meant for, like, what would that be? And I do think there's something really fun about the, the podcasting stuff like that we're doing now. Like, yeah. I, I do think that this is something that I'd love to pursue if we could make it like a full time thing. Um, just because I'm. I'm a fan of podcasts, right? So yeah. for me, it's like, it makes sense to kind of turn something I'm passionate about or a hobby that I like doing, listening to, yeah. um, into something that I could make money off of. 
Yeah. Or maybe like when I'm older and I'm retired, I can really dedicate more time to this. So I'm not really relying on financially speaking. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think something like in this kind of realm, like I guess broadcasting and media. Yeah. Um, not necessarily like movies and film, but like like journalism. Yeah, journalism, like those kinds of things. Mm. I knew I wanted to when I was a kid. Um, and this will lead me to my topic later on. But just I feel like my career was largely impacted because of what my parents wanted me to do rather than what I want to do yeah I think if I chose what I want to do I'd be living a different life so to speak but it's funny you say that because I was recently thinking if my mom had pushed us more the way that like most Mm -hmm. Asian parents do that like what world that would have been yeah, for me. Exactly. Instead of like, yeah, do what you want to do. What, yeah. what what do you feel like doing? What totally. are you interested in? Yeah. Just do that then. And I Earn think Earn pennies forever. Well uh, wait, are you is that what you is that how you feel? Or Well yeah, I was like, oh you want to do um which I did broadcasting. Yeah. Oh go do it. And it's like they don't earn a lot of money doing that. But yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh what's your name? Oh fashion. Oh yeah, go into mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah. Like yeah. also not money into that either you got i think i think you have to know how to play the game you know in order to be able to kind of grow in the career that you choose right yeah and there's a lot of shit that you have to eat right and it's true and we talked about like the introvert versus extrovert like they get up they're further along Mm -hmm. because of yeah personality trait as well yeah there's no i i think reality like from my perspective i don't think there's ever a job that is good like is like the perfect job where it's like fun all the time i think every job can be fun but there's gonna be a lot of moments where you fucking want to quit right i think people who think that there is a job out there that is perfect all the time are being a bit unrealistic yeah unless you i know even if you own your own business it's hard it's a uh, everything is a struggle if you want to make money that's unfortunately the world that we live in yeah you know what i mean it's either it's either you're working for the man or you're trying to catch up to the man somehow you know or the woman you yes. know what i mean so that. i don't know like people who want to pursue their own like business stuff i think yeah like definitely do it but i think people don't want to maybe this is my old school mentality but people don't want to put in the work for it you know what i mean they don't want to struggle you have to struggle in order to like succeed you know what i mean no that's true the sacrifices yeah are made totally what's that word what's that saying you're so good with sayings like if you find something you love to do you never work a day in your life or something isn't that a saying yeah i think i, I don't know the exact term okay. <laughs> of that one i feel like that's unrealistic yeah. also yeah but i don't know i, I yeah i i at the age that i'm at it's i'm really i'm reflecting a lot on like you know where i was and where i am now and the struggles that I put up with only made me that much more um, capable of being able to grow in my career and achieve what I want to achieve. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? I think a lot of our younger generations are so used to instant gratification too. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and they don't want to work. They don't want to work. It. Yeah, exactly. And hey, I respect that. You know what I mean? But then how do you expect to grow... I maybe yeah, that's the thing. Then that leads to the other thing. Is like, why do we have to have a career? You know what I mean? Why do we have to work? <laughs> well, you sound like them now. It's like, but oh, you know what I mean. Me to work. Yeah. It's why? kind of like it's a it's a definitely a culture clash and like a difference in like thought process. I think in regards to how people view work. I think our generation is probably one of the last generations that, um, you know, attribute a, a struggle and like you know like got to work from the bottom, make your way up, kind of thing. Yeah. But I think a lot of the newer generations just, 
they don't like i don't have to work from the bottom i want to start here yeah exactly so i'm really interested to see how like like isa for example grows into her own self and kind of figures out what her purpose is in life you know what i mean i think maybe a lot of that new generation is they're more purpose-driven rather than make money buy the house have a kid get the Mm. dog you know I, I i get what you mean now yes so i don't know a lot i think i think yeah i don't know Careers are interesting. Well, if you want stuff, you need money. Yeah. And how are you going to get money? you got to work. Yeah. Unless you marry someone who Who's works. Who's rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other than that, I, I don't know how else you get the money. I hear you 100%. So, yeah. even like doing those like TikToks, or, they're, they're putting work in. Yeah, like, exactly. To put those creative videos together. Mm-hmm. That's not just like, you know... Yeah, just recording blah blah blah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Totally, you're always having to be creative. In yeah, that sense, exactly. I mean, for content, and I think that's the thing with social media is that it's a very curated um, reflection of people's lives. You know what I mean? And uh, people's illustrations of depictions of success or like you know the perfect life is like you only see one aspect of it, right? Yeah. On social media and Instagram, TikTok, all that shit, but you don't see behind the scenes footage of it you know what i mean it's like what are you really doing for work yeah i mean well maybe they do get a lot of money i think people oh they do. do yeah i mean it's a full-on career um people influencers make a lot of money and they get a lot of free shit and if you know how to work it and you know how to sell yourself as a brand yeah why wouldn't you yeah i guess so why wouldn't yeah. you if you can it's probably harder for us to understand because we, we didn't really grow up in that influencer generation either right Ew, it's like i don't really want to put myself out there but how is it any different than like you know Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton, any celebrity, right? They're doing the same thing, right? So All the same. Yeah. So I know it'll be interesting to see what what new careers pop up when Issa grows older. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. I'd, I'd like to see. But yeah. Anyways, enough career talk. Uh, <laughs> business. Yeah, but um, so yeah. You're saying three, three other three things for you. Yeah. Since we last recorded, uh, August. What did I do in August? Just go camping. Yes, I went camping, I think. I went somewhere in August. I can't remember where. Did you go to New York? Yes, I went to New York. Yes. <laughs> went to New York in August. You also uh, went to LA, didn't you? I went to LA in September. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but... Look at you. New York was... I think I think we. I talked about New York last time we were here, right? Last time we recorded. Or I was just about to go to New York. I think you're about to go. Yes. Yeah. End of July. Yeah, so it was nice to get back in there in the age that I am and like in the place that I am in life to go there. Um, Wait, when was the last time you were there? Probably like six years ago, seven okay. years ago. So yeah, it was great to kind of like go into it with a more stronger independence, you know, and self-sufficiency, you yeah. know what I mean? And also more financially stable because New York's expensive. I mean, it adds <laughs> up pretty quickly, but yeah, it's, it's great. Like top three highlights of New York for me were the food. Um, different types of food ate so uh locks and locks and cream cheese bagels amazing <laughs> yeah. that was the first thing we ate when we landed and blew my mind like so much like a, like a good portion for like a pretty good price when you pay that same price here and it's like nothing it's garbage to say the least oh no don't say that bagels will never be the same again for me to say the least well, they do stack them pretty nicely over there. So good. And then uh, we got some, like, just some sandwiches, like some bodega sandwiches. Okay, yeah. So good. Like, just like a like a deli meat sandwich. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Like, that was pretty fucking good. Uh, and then we went to this, um, 
this restaurant called Jeju. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a, it was like, it was on one of the Netflix shows, but it's like a Korean, modern Korean restaurant. Um, oh, and the pizza was, the pizza was good. Pizza. There's always pizza. Yeah. Pizza was good, but I, I didn't know what to expect. And I just had this idea that it's going to be the best pizza I've ever had. It was good, but I was like, okay, that was New York. Um, yeah. And then LA and then, yeah. And then that's it really. I don't know. That's a lot. Just biking lots. Yeah. Like my, my whole travel summer once a month has, has been going strong. I've been maintaining that. Yeah. So I hope I can continue that. But Do you have a trip coming up? Um, the next trip will be in November, but I plan on going to Toronto in October. So okay, we shall see. Hopefully it'll be nice then. Yeah. But anyways. Um, yeah. Is so that three? Was that? What did I say? Traveling? Oh, and biking. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice for bike rides. Biking everywhere is great. Uh, I don't know. Biking, I always say that every time. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> what? It's so nice, oh, though. Oh, I guess another highlight. I guess my friend, Hanji, came to Vancouver to visit me. Yeah, oh. so that was fun to just have my compadre here hanging out. And what you guys do? Uh, we went hiking. We ate out a lot. Um, biked everywhere. Biking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm over it. But yeah. Other than that, oh, and it was fun biking with you to do the brewery oh, hops. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I don't even know when that was. That was like August, I think. It was August. Yeah. See, can't you there remember? You go. It's so blurry. Exactly. Yeah. See, biking's fun again. Yeah. There you it's go. Fun. All right. Well, I I think we should do some like rapid fire kind of like okay. just like things that are coming up that we want to talk about, we want to share. Um, what's the haps in Vancouver? You know, like we've been doing. Um, so I'm yeah, happy to. There's a lot that's happened i'm i'm happy to start it off first yeah, yeah, if yeah. you want okay so this one is the most recent one that just popped up i didn't even put it on our list of things to talk about but um one thing that came up for me and i've been hearing on the news a lot is mask mandates may return to bc healthcare settings beginning october 3rd i've been hearing it on the news i've yeah. been hearing about it like online social media there's been a lot of rises in the <laughs> in the COVID cases, and to be honest, I, I I don't know if it's PTSD or just trauma. Yeah, I guess PTSD is trauma, but just like I'm like, oh my god, I really hope that we don't have another lockdown or like all the restaurants shut down. You know what I mean? I I'm like, I'll wear the fucking mask. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't <laughs> shut down the city, please. I'll get the booster shots. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't shut down the city. But, so yeah. just healthcare workers, just though, healthcare right? workers, okay. yeah. At this moment, but what are your thoughts? Um, you know, I didn't mind the lockdown. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like for me, everything was like nicer. The aquarium, science world, yeah. everything. It wasn't busy downtown. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we could do all the things. If my memory serves me right, um, like I had my bubble that I would see, and then. Uh, Issa was two, and it was just like fun being home together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe the lining up for a grocery store, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, um, it doesn't really bother me. I'm not having PTSD. Plus, like they're saying with the new like COVID cases, mm-hmm. it may not be like terminal. Yeah, like the first right, the round. first wave. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's just the. I think. Not as like, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I didn't mind how like the city was a bit more quiet. You know, things were just a bit more chill. Yeah. I think I think it's more the the paranoia of like, 
do oh, you have yeah. it do, do do you like are you gonna wear a mask like oh like uh we can keep our bubble to only three people you know what i mean like oh my, that okay thing. yeah now i'm having memory of the first christmas like oh no we okay well you can't come if you you know if, if oh because you were sick recently or like <laughs> oh you didn't have the vaccine or like just like i think the distrust that it created is what okay, i'm terrified yeah. of you know what i mean yeah and no you're right i think i don't like that part of it i'm fine with not seeing people and stuff but i don't like the distrust that it creates amongst everybody even your closest people you know what i mean yeah no i get what you yes i agree yeah so yeah. that's what i'm scared of okay you know it's just a blip my mom doesn't work at the hospital anymore that was her biggest wild card because yeah. she worked um fraser health right and that always had the like the highest mm-hmm. highest number of cases yeah. and then it was like that christmas where like you can't come yeah She's like, oh, I'll be real quick. I'll wear all the yeah, gear or whatever. That's what I'm saying, right? And like, then she showed out. We're like, no. It's like, now we have to kick her out of the house. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like the, the animosity or not the animosity, but just like the distrust yeah. and like the, the... No, that was stressful. The fear it creates amongst people that you're so close with. You know what yeah. I mean? And it, it, I found that it really brought out a lot of things you didn't really know about people. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, for sure. Like in the back of my head yeah. i've like made note of some things people have said too about the whole thing yeah so that's yeah. what i'm scared okay. of okay then yes <laughs> then i hope it's it isn't that case yeah i hope not i mean i think they've they've all aired out their dirty laundry anyway so you kind of know and if it comes out around yeah. you're not so surprised yeah so it's not going to hit you as hard i think in, in terms of like people like yeah, showing their true she, colors in a sense or just yeah that side of things i guess so yeah i don't know i just found that it really divided people you know what i mean i don't think we i don't think people fully recovered from it either you know what i mean like in terms of um yeah just like stuff that had come up out of it regardless like if you had it or even just like the the conflicts it created amongst people i feel like i feel like we just are getting past that and now it's back again you know what i mean yeah well even if i hear someone having covid yeah it's not like i flinched the way i used to like, right who had yeah. when was this <laughs> yeah. who were you when was did yeah. i see you then yeah exactly when did you it was contact that? tracing yeah. you know all that stuff so now it's like oh yeah covid i'm like okay yeah did you, were you okay yeah did you have the fever right yeah it was like, it just oh, felt no, like a cold yeah. yeah all that stuff so i'll just wonder about sort of the severity of it yeah but i'm not like okay now we have to stop talking yeah yeah. Because it used to be 14 days, and then it was 21 days. Yeah, and exactly. it was like, oh, I don't know anymore. Totally. So now it's just like, whatever. I've, yeah. I've had it. Yeah. You've had it. Yeah. I think everybody, yeah. It's just... Anyway, so yeah, that's bringing up some some, uh, some uh, worry, anxiety for yeah, me about that. Yeah, it sounds that. like it. But I don't think... Yeah, maybe, maybe it won't be as bad as it was when it first... I think, we've, I think we've learned enough about it yeah. to be better about it, hopefully. Or that, or we're just so, we've been inundated with so much that we just can't take in anymore. You know, yeah, it's like, it's like exhausted. climate change, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like global warming and all that stuff where people like we're inundated with so much, but we, we just don't know what to do about it. I think, what's that phrase? Solastalgia? I think that's what the, the frame, is that what it is? the phrases we talked about in our podcast once. We're just exhausted. We're just, we've had too much. Yeah. We're at our peak. Totally. We're like overflowing. Yeah. And we're done now. Yeah. So anyways um yeah just try and be safe i guess yeah um, you know what i still wear a mask sometimes when um i feel like i need to if there's like yeah. a lot of people yeah. and then i see sniffling and it's not just for covid it's just yeah. like being sick in general totally because people are just out and about doing yeah whatever the fuck now. well there's already spikes right going on even if it's not just 
uh, COVID, but flu, the flu season has started, right? So, geez Louise. Okay. Anyways, so. Okay, well, I'll wear my mask. I saved them. So what's what? What do you got? Maybe we'll take turns. Okay, so um, I'm not sure if you saw this about the rabbits on Granville Island. No, let's hear about they it. They said they're attracting coyotes, and there've been coyote sightings on Granville Island. So I've seen bunnies there, yes. like um, last summer, right? Um, earlier this year, yeah. Maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. I don't see it's like a huge amount of bunnies there, right? But they were saying some people let their bunnies go because mm-hmm. they don't want to have them as a pet anymore. Yeah. And then they hope they'll make a friend at Grand Island because yeah. they've seen bunnies there before. Right. But they mate and they fuck and they have babies yeah. a couple times a year. And they mate rat a lot too, right? A lot. Yeah. So they reproduce a lot to me. They mm-hmm. reproduce a lot. Yeah. And um, another thing is if there's a new bunny in town right. and they don't recognize it, they will try to kill that bunny. So if you're trying to like get a friend for your your bunny at Granville Island, it'll probably be killed. Sentencing it to death, most yes. Of so no, they're not making friends out there. So now there've been coyote sightings. So now what they're doing is they're collecting the bunnies, and all the refuge centers, the humane societies, they're all full. So now they're just euthanizing them. But how do they know if they're wild bunnies or domestic bunnies? It doesn't matter, the bunnies. They're attracting coyotes. So are the coyotes now attacking humans? They haven't. They've just been sightings. So they just said, don't dump your bunnies there. We're killing all the bunnies. No more coyotes. And what are your thoughts and opinions on that? It's kind of the same with the, didn't we see, well, like the coyotes. I, I understand Stanley it. Park? Yeah, so the other thing there the i think the bcspca is saying is that collect the bunnies instead of euthanizing them spay and neuter them okay so it's like okay so then they can have a good life but then it's still attracting coyotes that's the whole thing so i would say if that needs to be done so be it we're at granville island a lot i would hate to be bit by a coyote because they will yeah and they have, and you don't even have to provoke them mm-hmm. or like feed them. They'll just come at you. Yeah, I heard. I heard a thing where if coyotes feel like their 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 pack is threatened or their their community is threatened, then they reproduce even more. Jeez, Louise! So they're like, <laughs> we must get big up. Yeah, exactly. It just sucks though because <clears throat> once again, it exemplifies how garbage human people can be. Yeah. Human beings can Trashy be trashy people because they started it yeah. by abandoning their pets. In the fucking park. Yeah, thinking you know they're going mean? to make friends. That's a sour right there. Yeah, that's a fucking sour. Boo, <laughs> humans. So what can you? What 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 can we do to kind of support? Um... No, they, they don't even. They don't even say anything. <laughs> there, there's no. Can you eat those rabbits? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you know want if to. You can eat them. Yeah, maybe but not. this is more of like our population, our human population that is being threatened if the coyotes are now yeah ruling granville island we cool. can't play there so they're gonna spay and neuter the rabbits they won't oh. they're just gonna kill them but that was a suggestion how do they kill them they euthanize them so they just put them under i guess oh, that's so sad. which is also costly so if yeah. you're using that money yeah just spay and neuter exactly and then they live a happy life they but then they also tr- have to then they also have to kill 
the coyotes too, right? If they start overrunning Grand Wild. Yeah, so then they're just like, just kill all the animals. <laughs> so sad. Just kill them. Isn't... Didn't they do that in Stanley Park too? Though? Yeah, with they the coyotes. did a little bit of culling. Mm-hmm. And then at the airport, they also culled some rabbits last year. Oh, I know they did that at the airport. Yeah. So we're just uh, going to kill them. That's awful. Yes, it is awful. The worst. But we get to wear their fur. I'm just <laughs> I don't no, think they, we do. No, we don't. <laughs> we're just making can. coats out of them. Well, maybe you, Isla, and Eli can go hunting for rabbits and make... Yes. Or I'll just go to the SPC and be like, are you going to use... <laughs> yeah. Are you going to use that fur? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could really use a hat right now. I wish they could find some way to kind of yeah, you know, I don't know. repurpose it somehow. Or feed them to... anyways i'll just leave their dead bodies on granville island right that's the solve lovely fantastic (laughs) do you have one yes okay so this was posted back early in the summer but um there's a research survey going on on changing the lyrics of the national anthem oh yes um so I think they want to change it to from um, our home and native land to our home on native land. Um, yeah, bingo, bingo. Which I'm cool with. I'm fine with that. It makes yeah. sense. Um, so it was quite a bit of a split. Um, so tell me who is opposed it. Uh, it. It doesn't break. It doesn't break okay. down. Oh wait. Uh, so let's see. Okay, so this is based off of researchco.ca, who ran the research. Um, so the breakdown is uh, 41% of English-speaking Canadians would agree to change the line, while 44% disagree with the proposed modification. Mm. So that was one survey, but that's only 85%. So I don't know what the remaining uh, 15% is, but then they break it down even further. So... More than half of English-speaking Canadians aged 18 to 34, um, 55% specifically, agree with amending the lyrics to O Canada to swap um, the uh, the line, our home and native land, to our home on native land. Um, 42% of those aged 35 to 54 uh, agreed with it. And then as you get older, at 55 and over, only 28% agree with it. Um very interesting. So the older, more conservatives definitely aren't in favor yeah, of change. They don't like change. They don't in like change. General. Exactly. Um, majorities of English-speaking Canadians of South Asian, sixty-eight uh, percent were down for it. Indigenous, sixty-four percent, and East Asian heritage, fifty-one <laughs> percent. That's sad that the East Asians disagreed with it. No, they're just like I just learned it. Yeah, but then surprisingly, only thirty-six percent of English-speaking Canadians of European descent concur. So, the Gringos don't agree <laughs> with it. Surprise! Surprise! Um, yeah. So, really interesting. What are your thoughts? Do you? Oh, one gender a gender breakdown. Fifty fifty-two percent of men are more likely to want the change, while forty-three percent um, women don't want the change oh want the change so close but not super super close change it yeah it i'm all for sense. it yeah why not I, I don't even remember the last time i sang the anthem was do you <clears throat> yeah it was probably at the bc lions game okay so did you sing it 
Yeah, I always sing it. Sometimes I get teary-eyed and I'm like, oh my God, we're all singing it together. It's so it's emotional like, so, for you. Well, it's just like when we're all unified in one thing, that makes me happy that yeah. we can all be. Not someone like, oh, only three people are singing and then the rest are cross-armed. Like, that we can all be together. I think that's a beautiful thing. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll even say, you know, when people pull over for the ambulance, mm-hmm. like collectively... We're all working together to help that person on in the ambulance yeah. get to where they need to yeah. be. Like that's a beautiful thing too. That's a expected. Some, yeah, well, it is expected, to. but there's some jerks who are just like, "Well, I'm going to keep going." What? No, there is really. Yeah, and then they have to honk, and then they have they pull over to the left because yeah. they don't know what to do. Like they're ridiculous. Yeah. But when you see that happen and everyone's pulling right it's beautiful i mean yes i agree with you but i also think that it's because you have to it's the law (laughs) they teach you that don't i I think if you notice a lot of people don't and when it happens it's great yes but yeah it's a law you have to yeah you jerk yeah yeah no you're right too but just just but i get what you mean yeah yeah. collectively yeah be a unit for, for this sh- for sure i've been seeing like obviously living where i am i always see like, a lot of police cars and ambulances and fire trucks and I, I i can't remember if this was on like a cbc uh segment or like a 2020 thing but they did they did an investigation just like a <laughs> to see like are they actually going to an emergency or are they just trying to get through traffic and i think like four out of five <gasps> were just trying to get through traffic and i remember specifically I'm pretty sure this was the, it actually wasn't CPC, it was probably the States, but they followed the police car that drove through, like turned on their sirens and drove through, and they went to a donut shop. How dare they? Are you, is that for real? <laughs> yeah, for that real. That sounds like something so stereotypical. <laughs> right? But anyways, yeah. That's a miracle. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you, but it, it was legit a thing. Like they did a thing on it and then they approached the police offer officer and they're like oh yeah we saw you <laughs> we saw you turn on your sirens and you drove here is there an emergency here and they kind of just like disregarded them but i gotta find this yeah anyways Disgusting. so anyways just when you mentioned that ambulance thing i was like oh, but are they really going to an emergency <laughs> i hope so an ambulance is anyway yeah I don't know. I've definitely seen them pull that stunt though, where they just do it just to get through traffic. Like, and then they turn it off. Yeah, they right turn away. it off. Yeah, mm. but maybe they, maybe they just. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, maybe they just need that donut. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, that was my topic. Um, I think you and I are both yay for um, changing. Oh yeah. Now, wasn't and, there um, a singer who also yeah. changed the Julie Black? Yes, that's right. Julie Black sang O Canada with the line Our Home on Native Land during the National Basketball Association NBA All Star Game in Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay, yeah. I remember I don't know when that was, like last year. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But yeah. Good for her. Alright, what you got? Uh so a few weeks ago, actually just last week there was that protest for or against the Sogi education. What's that? It's um, <clears throat> it's a sexual orientation and gender identity. Oh, which yes. They teach at school. They teach yeah. like age appropriate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think some people who are anti-Sogi don't really know exactly what they're promoting. Cause they, yeah. From the interviews, I think they think their kids are learning about uh like sex about yeah. sex and like mm-hmm. different kinds of sex yeah, so it's yeah. like very pornographic yeah. like in their head but the way I, when i was reading it 
it sounds more like education. Mm-hmm. Like knowledge is power. Yeah. And it's more like an anti-bullying. Yeah. These are the types of other people out there. Yeah. It's like learning to embrace difference. Differences. And yeah. it's just not like in race. This is totally. sexuality or yeah. sexual orientation. Exactly. Um, and then a mom was like, could you go to school just to learn about math and science? Yes. Like we don't send them to learn about this. Yeah. But then that's like the social aspect. So totally. there ended up being like a brawl between yeah. the two sides. I heard Did you about see that. that? Yeah. yeah on the news. The way I'm seeing it also is like it's these older, usually men. Yeah. Usually they're white. Yeah. Who are the aggressors and they're the most angry. Yeah. <laughs> like let's ask ourselves why. Yeah, right? exactly. Get to the root. Like why does this bother you so much? Why and let's also do you have kids in school yeah exactly what if your kid was going through this yes and he's seeing this yeah or she's or they're seeing this happen yeah, yeah. And this is your reaction exactly 100 percent. so it felt scary yeah to see that like thank goodness we weren't out there but i just saw it on the news was it in vancouver too yeah it was at the um vancouver art gallery i feel like it was all over Canada. it was all over it's like all over BC. I just yeah. feel like maybe I'm messed up too in my thinking. Like I think we're all in Vancouver a little bit open mind, more mm-hmm. open minded. Yeah. I mean, we tend to live in our own little bubble, right? True. We tend to forget that you know, like there is a lot of different opinions outside of like you know the downtown Vancouver core, maybe. But I would say even then, it's like that's not to say that everybody has the same mindset in the no, city. No, it's true. That's true too. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. And I think maybe that's just also me. Totally. No, I mean, it's it's tough, right? Because you, you, ignorance is bliss sometimes, you know, and you don't really, like, to be honest, like, I'm sure somebody, a lot of, maybe not a lot of parents, but maybe one third, two thirds of the kids that Isa goes to school with has parents that are totally against that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, so. I, I've i heard some yeah. things already. <laughs> exactly. And so. not cool. Yeah, I know. It's, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know either because I feel like... I'm obviously not against it. I think... No, I think it's a good program just for power. knowledge. They're yeah. not teaching, so they think you're teaching boys to be girls. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> not the program. And the like, whole stupid thing of people like, oh, well, if if a, a boy can choose to be a girl, then what, what? who's to say that they can choose to be a cat or like a dog? And they're like, I heard yeah. that news article about that kid <laughs> wanting to be a cat. Now they have fucking uh, kitty litter boxes everywhere. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's okay. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, You're an idiot. And they have it all out for the parents yeah. on the site. Totally. And you can talk to the teachers. And if you decide you don't want your kid in there, there's some alternatives. Mm-hmm. But now you're taking away something, I think, from your kid of like understanding the world. Yeah, totally. You know, it's not just limited to boy-girl. Yeah, boy exactly. Girl relationship. And no one's teaching your son to be a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people will or twist that. Girl. They'll twist it, right? Or they'll over-exaggerate it just to prove their point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the scary part is that, um, yeah, it, people will go to extremes just to make sure that they're heard and validated. Yeah, and that was extreme. And I just, just I don't get why you're so mad. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's like not an anger. And it was like, it was a great protest. It was mm-hmm. positive. People mm-hmm. came out support for the, it's so long now, LGBTQ. QIA plus 2S oh, something, 2, 2S something. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to know what the new ones are. But um, but yeah, yes. And people came out in support. Yeah. And then it was like a handful of these like super angry men. Yeah, conservatives. Yeah, yeah who were just like there to cause, it just looked like cause a ruckus. Mm-hmm. 
I hear but you. anyways, it's just more like gender stereotypes and yeah. bullying. Yeah. It's where they want to avoid. Right. Of like a level of understanding and knowledge. Yeah. And that doesn't sound bad to me. No, not at all. And I think this is like, this is no different than trying to teach kids like acceptance of like just standard LGBTQIA plus 2S or whatever, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's inclusive. It try, you're trying to teach kids inclusivity that difference is okay. And just because, and the kind of like breaking the the gender norm stereotypes and boundaries you know what i mean it's like and i think i think with also that and if you're a kid going through that yeah like you already feel 100 percent. to yeah. understand there's like support 100 percent. we're learning i'd feel you know as a kid you'd probably feel better yeah exactly people understand 100 percent. yeah and to have an outlet where you can not an outlet but just a community that supports you and ex- accepts you i think is so important so for a kid to see like an angry man being like you know saying all this shit about this whole like um gender fluidity and all that stuff it's like it's scary you know what i mean it's like oh shit is this guy gonna come and attack me yeah you know is what my I mean? dad gonna yeah beat the shit out of me exactly so i think for every negative naysayer i hope that there's a positive yaysayer you know what i mean yes so i don't know well well we'll see you know it's still in schools it's it's mandated in, mm-hmm. to some degree yeah and the outline and all the material they're used like all the tools is online mm-hmm. so you know what they're showing your kids yeah at what age group too. totally so it's totally transparent so yeah. if you actually want to know yeah that they're not cats yeah like, go on to this <laughs> exactly that's all you need to do like knowledge is power and like Preach. people who are christians are coming out yeah and it's like dude like you obviously really? read like the bible about <laughs> acceptance and yeah all exactly like you need to start there yeah and like you can't you can't pick and choose what you want to preach from the bible it's like if you're gonna do that then do the do like you know what i mean go yeah. the full length then of you it. gotta go 100 percent. yeah exactly you you're can't cherry pick shit yeah no you can't 100 percent. so Sheesh. yeah that yeah that's a sour again yeah definitely it's it's, it's it's a sensitive topic too right to bring up in certain social settings as well so it's learning to be able to say it with tact yeah is really important you know without without making somebody feel insecure does that make sense or like their moral their their values are threatened you know what i mean like a really good example and i won't name names but one this person i was really close with was like oh he they were mocking about the whole like oh boys can be girls girls can be boys and you know it's like it just it doesn't make any sense and all that stuff and then i was like well you have a kid I think what's most important is that your kid grows up in a society that accepts them for who they are yeah, and they can feel comfortable. Like I say, I was like, it, it's not only just for people who want to be gender fluid, but pe- just to give, you know, whether it's female empowerment, learning to accept, um, I don't know, feminine males are the more word, but more like getting rid of that alpha male stereotype, yeah. right? Learning to accept so people powerful. for who they are, right? Mm-hmm. And not promote these really damaging stereotypes that people have to live by. And that kind of shut them up. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, well, no. My, my child will live in a safe environment. And I was like, yeah, okay, but you're not you promoting like, that right yeah, now. You omitted the safe environment right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was, and yeah. You're anyway. like, number, delete. Yeah, so I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, I just really hope that your child doesn't have to suffer something because of you. Yeah, you know I know. I mean? it, it's, it's sad. 100%. And um, like even... I, 
people who joke about you know being mm-hmm. trans or yeah. knowing someone it's like oh can you guess it's yeah like that's not a game to totally. play dude like i feel bad for your kids who now grow up yeah thinking this is a game mm-hmm. like it's already tough as it is yeah anyways it's not yeah. going to be smooth waters to say the least no. i'm happy that we're having these conversations and that we're kind of uh adopting it into the system yeah no you know i, I mean? totally agree there's it's gonna be there's gonna there's always gonna be somebody who doesn't want change or doesn't want to accept this new way of thinking but they will eventually filter away yeah <laughs> survival of the fittest yeah. and that's unfortunately uh a gene a dna that will is not beneficial to the human society oh totally and plus yeah. like that certain age group too some certain people yeah exactly maybe they just, 20 years they just 15 they don't understand years it. maybe yeah exactly 10 years maybe yeah but you know the children are our future yeah no, no, teach them well and let them lead the way preach mm-hmm. Whitney <laughs> may she rest in power may she rest in power <laughs> okay cool all right um uh, which one do i want to go next okay i'll save this one for my sour but one thing i want to talk about um it's kind of a personal issue i guess but just something that i was randomly just like trying to get a better understanding of is um love languages with parents specifically asian parents in general um and i find that you know love language for parents are acts of service um you know like is that for all parents maybe not i I think talking specifically yours i think a lot of east asian parents maybe immigrant parents um haven't really been taught words of affirmation as like a love language um i'm not saying all parents but definitely Mm. a good chunk let's say east asian specifically don't know how to speak their love right they 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 express their love language through acts of service through gift giving you know all that stuff but not love right but when you bring your kid to obviously a western society or like a new new place where that is words of affirmation is you know what the love languages are right yeah uh physical touch quality time yeah all that stuff acts of service giving giving yeah so you're taught in western society that that's the way you express love so it's kind of like culture class to say the least right so my parents specifically a lot of my friends parents that were immigrants expect love through acts of service you know what i mean so like you do stuff for them to show that you love them you know what i mean because they did stuff for you to show that they loved you so they only expect it back um so i was kind of like wondering like okay well how how does that make any sense then right like what if my love language is an acts of service so me providing that love language to my parents is not a way to show love but i'm just doing it because it's expected of me you know what i mean does that make sense so far yeah but um when you are giving or showing love Mm -hmm. you're understanding their love language so then their love tank is full yeah so you you know your mom's love language is acts of service so you know to give that to her Mm mm-hmm but if you give her words of affirmation, she's not going to feel love. But that's right. your love language. Yes. So what you need is words of affirmation. Yeah, I guess so. So it's not yeah. because that's the way you receive love that the other mm-hmm. person, yeah. that's how you give them love. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So my, my question, not my question, but my, 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 my further thinking on this was a, a parent refuses to learn how to do things on their own okay because they want their kids to do it for them okay because that's how they're gonna get the love love back yeah Yeah, exactly 
So Ooh, does that make sense? Yeah, tables have turned a little bit. So there. then that turned into this thing that I learned about called like filial piety, F-I-L-I-A-L-P-I-E-T-Y. Okay. And it's like this Asian um, philosophy philosophy on, um, it's a Chinese philosophy in regards to like, how do you show your love or how do you dedicate your life to your parents? You know what I mean? Okay. As, as a child. So it goes so far as to say like. Um, Who wrote it? Um, it's like a Chinese like I don't oh know. okay yeah. so it's, a, it's like old school like, kind of thing okay. yeah but like some examples are like um, in the, it's called the twenty four filial piety um, there's a guy who uses his body heat to melt the ice to get fish for his parents um, <laughs> there's Good a seventy year old guy who pretends to be a baby to entertain his parents um, there's somebody who gives up his career to entertain his mom. Um, Okay. A guy scolds his wife for crying and hides the fact that uh, a guy scolded his wife for crying and hides the fact of his son's death so his mom won't be upset. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, To save his mom from feeling sadness. Exactly. So it's like these kinds of things where it's like the most extreme dedication to your parents. You know what I mean? And it's like, it kind of was like, okay, what is this what my parents expect of me? You know what I mean? Like in some form of that, yeah. you know what I mean? To like, they are the number one. I should do whatever I can to satisfy whatever they need from me. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Okay. So it kind of led me to this, this, I don't know, disruptive kind of thought process of like, I need to break this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Of like, not learning how to be independent just so that you can hold on to me a bit longer. Does yeah. that make sense? Because like, she needs you. Yeah. Or he needs you. Or, yeah, and they just, they don't want to learn how to do it themselves. Yeah. You know, because the leash will be broken. Because their love language is active service. Yeah. So anyways, that, that, I just wanted to share that, but a really interesting topic of like... And then um, at what point are you doing that? At what point am I doing yeah, that? Yeah, so you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. And say now your your parents are elderly. Yeah. Still capable. Yeah. But that, then you cut it off. You've been doing it for 40 years. Well, where does where does my sanity come into play on all this? Where it does... doesn't because you, she brought you into this yeah, world. Yeah, exactly so. <clears throat> no, I know you're right. Yeah. Because like, at this point, you need boundaries. Yeah. And it's your sanity and health. Yeah. And if it's an easy task i feel like right there's other things you can still do to show like an acts of service yeah like i don't mind helping my family to do stuff right but when it becomes a thing where it's just expected of me to do it does that make sense different yeah you know what i mean so i'm I'm curious to know like i clearly have shared like this is how my parents treat me yeah do you find that as a filipino growing up with you know your grandma and your mom and all your aunties, your lolas, mm-hmm. if they if if that love language is similar or is it is it is it a different form? I think it is a different form. I'm I would say my grandma served us until we could serve ourselves and then we served her where we could. Like bringing her to the grocery store, appointments, mm-hmm. carrying the laundry she folded. That is our laundry up yeah. the stairs for her. Yeah, <laughs> in, in those ways, but I, I don't think there's. I've never felt it. Maybe I'm a bad kid. Mm-hmm. Like the expectation of having to do things for her, like technology wise. Yes, I know I have to do that because she still thinks email is 
Facebook. So we have, I don't know how to break that, but so I'll help her in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, no, it's not the same. Do you feel like there's like a expectation of you? Like you're expected to do this because this is your role as a child? No, I don't say I have much. But you do it because you want to, Responsibility. I do it because I want to and I want to do things for her because she's done, like for her mom, she's Mm -hmm. done so much for me. Yeah. I just don't know what I can do other than the email thing now. Yeah. I know that helps her like a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, beyond that and like signing up for Zumba, like I was just happy to do anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no, I don't think she has expectations of me. Yeah. Maybe the bar is so low for me. She's like, you know, she comes to visit me. What a good kid. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel that pressure and I don't have like resentment towards her Mm -hmm. in any way. Yeah. But you, but you suddenly mentioned that kind of tricky. I was like, so are you doing it because you want to it's like, I want to. I want her. It's to like know. love. Like, give, like it's like a, I'm doing this because I want you to strengthen the love between us, in a sense, right? No, I think it's more like I don't know how, other than because I tell my mom I love her. Mm-hmm. Like we are verbal yeah. about our love for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know beyond that. Like financially, I can't give her money. She's got money anyway. So it's like, I can't give her that. Mm -hmm. So it's like time I can give her. And like, if she's looking for something weird on the web, like these glasses that help you see really well in the dark, like I'll do their research Mm -hmm. to see if this is a scam or not. Like, I want to do these things for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's more like, I don't know, a way to repair, like, I guess, in a way. So that's the motive then? The motive, no, it's still, because I love her. And I also don't want her to get scammed. Right, fair enough. Yeah, like, there's obviously, like, there's you do it because you want to, not because you feel like you have to. No, I don't ever feel like I have to. Because she has other people, too, that can help her Mm -hmm. and that want to help, too. But your mom's also, like, self-sufficient enough that she can Oh, yeah, she, except for, like, the technology aspect. Yeah. Like, she can do take care of herself yeah Yeah. interesting yeah so like yard work they have a yard person so we no one expects her to do yard work and i don't do yard work yeah and i don't want to do yard so there's a guy who does the yard work Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so there's we're not you know putting the burden on someone else to figure it out to figure it out and if she has the means to get the yard guy then get the yard guy everyone's happy totally in in that sense and i think she gets that too yeah exactly so now maybe it turns to like if this is the parent Mm -hmm. where their love tank isn't full and Mm -hmm. this is the only source if you're the only source i would never sever (laughs) the only source right there's like no way but how is that your responsibility i think that's that's the issue is like why does that you never signed up for that which way? Like, you never signed up to for be it? the only source. No, of you love, never you know did. I mean? So, so she like, needs to diversify. He needs to diversify. They need to diversify. <laughs> they need to diversify. Yeah. No, and you're right. But they're also at that age, too. Like, I feel like because you're the offspring, there is that responsibility. But you're right. Like, is that because, you know, you respect your elders? Yeah. I think that's like in you to do it mm-hmm. and that the philosopher said you have to do it. But you know what I mean? It's like, where I is this, where is this influence? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, 
like thinking back to our episode about where we're like constantly ask yourself why like why yeah, am i doing this why ask- is this happening you know yeah. what i mean like why do i why is this stirring up these emotions you know what i mean obviously through therapy and everything i've been i've been untangling this 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 ball this tangled yarn ball that i yeah. have to really figure it out but yeah i've just been kind of you know asking myself why 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 why? <laughs> Why? And it's true. So I was telling Issa, like, she does some things when she's not comfortable to save someone's feelings. Yeah. And they're grown-ups. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about the grown-ups' feelings. Yeah. Grown-ups can figure out their own feelings. Right. If you don't want to do it, yeah. and this is like giving a hug goodbye mm-hmm. or a kiss goodbye, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do it. Yeah. It's like, well, then I'll hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. They're old people. They're yeah. old. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You don't do it. Yeah. And I think we should be telling ourselves that too. Right. Because a sure. lot of the people we're dealing with are older people. Yeah. And they'll have to deal with it. Yeah. So I think that aunt, you sever. <laughs> it's a, You're allowed to. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, yeah 100%. I don't think you should feel the pressure because they're your them (laughs) your parents yeah yeah it's like i don't know you'll have a stronger relationship and a happier one for sure once you set some boundaries i think yeah i think boundaries are like super important but it's 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 hard when the boundaries only come from one perspective you know what i mean yeah but anyway so yeah anyways this topic the reason i brought it because i was like you know i think i think there's this thing called like like there's a lot of talk right now going on and i think with the whole like I guess, quote unquote, trend or just awareness of like different cultures, like Asian cultures, East Asian culture, South Asian cultures um, that are kind of in the spotlight now. People really learn to understand that there's more to the rainbow than just white. Yeah. And along with that also comes the baggage and the 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 repression that a lot of us have had. Right. Um, I've been seeing a lot on like social media, too, about people just talking about growing up Asian with Asian parents. Um growing up as an immigrant growing up as uh what they call like third culture where um it's this new trending um i don't know if trending is the right word but just this new term where you are the children of immigrant parents where you don't feel like you are part of their culture because yeah. you never grew up in that world but you never really fit into the world that you were raised in because yeah. you were never accepted so you learn to create this new culture that's like a hybrid of both your your parents kind of culture as well as a culture you're raised in and you morph that into this culture that is your own and i find that a lot of kids that are of immigrant parents have created this but there was nobody really recognized or understood what it was until recently when people have coined the term third culture which is like this hybrid and i think a lot of poc are living that third culture life um yeah so just kind of it got me thinking about you know trying to better understand what life is like for I guess first generation, second generation kids, you know, and how are how are we viewing the world? Like this yellow podcasting, uh, yellow packaging podcast is like an example of that, right? Like how are we viewing the world versus somebody who only has one culture that they grew up in? No, does that make sense? Yeah, it's to- it, it totally makes sense. So I've just finished a memoir. This is my suite. It's called Body Papers. Yeah, um, and it talks about that because mm-hmm. our parents came here, immigrants. Yes. Yeah not knowing a lick of this they bring children into this world now they want them super westernized yeah exactly they're they blend in yeah and they're okay 
yeah. but they still have everything from back home, like 100%. their home, and yeah. they're bringing it in. Yeah, and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah, and then they're kind of unleashing it on you. And yeah. Then, now you're understanding, like, it's compacted from how they grew up, now having to adjust in, like, a Western world. Yeah, exactly. And then you're the one now, as a child, yeah. trying to, like, dissect what the fuck. Exactly. And I'm supposed to navigate in this world, like, yeah. half here, half there. Like, yeah. Like, it's, it's messy. And I think that's why, like, a lot of Asian kids need therapy to help them understand, like, what the fuck is going on inside me? Like, I don't know how to fit in. I don't know how to navigate the world because it doesn't make sense yeah you know what i mean and also like processing feelings i'm sure yeah. your parents didn't share exactly their feelings where you weren't taught to express feelings exactly yeah. and what came out was mostly like probably anger yeah. and i think you know i th- i think um where was i going with that yeah like i think this is why like um it, it kind of ties back to the whole like you you can't like when parents decide like they they, they have this this dream life oh I'm gonna go to the states and have like the perfect life and make money and you know it's like it's a better life there yeah. you know what I mean but what they don't realize is all the baggage that they're bringing with them right so it's like you you bring this kid into this world in the states when you grow up in a completely different world and you're like this kid is foreign to me like we're not speaking the same language we yeah. can't even communicate you know what I mean but you're expecting them to abide by your philosophies and your beliefs and your perspectives yeah. you know what I mean but it's like and I think that kind of ties back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, Christians, you know, cherry picking what yeah. they want to kind of enforce. It's the same thing with immigrant parents. It's like you're, you're, you're cherry picking the things that you want to enforce on your kid, but that's not the case. Yeah. You raised a kid in a complete, a kid grew up in a completely different society. With different influences. Yeah, exactly. So I think, I think that's what a lot of immigrant parents don't realize is that you can't expect your kid to be like you if you didn't raise them in the same world that you grew up in yeah you know what i mean so anyways <laughs> so i guess to, to say that too with yours specifically is maybe now maybe trying to maybe understand or unpack what your parents might have mm-hmm. had to deal with because they yeah. probably left home at a really young age um mm-hmm. and then their parents weren't with them yeah so them experience that kind of parental love mm-hmm is almost absent yeah and then now they're trying to relate to yeah parental love with their offspring yeah and they don't know what the fuck they're yeah doing. exactly well their their own print their own, own way of own communicating idea. sure yeah fine. exactly yeah. And, and and they don't know yeah how to come to your level totally as like a western or yeah. a kid born in a western society yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's multi-generational to say oh, the least totally. right it doesn't just start at our parents it starts from no. their parents yeah so it, it yeah anyways it just like even like even the career situation where I was just like I was like I was gonna tie it into this, but yeah. um, my obviously having Asian parents, it's like be a doctor, be a dentist, be a lawyer, make lots of money, be rich, you know, have yeah. the nice cars. It's like I was constantly conflicted with that whole pressure of like my responsibility is to make lots of money so that I can so my parents can be proud of me, you know? Oh yeah. So it's like you're doing it for that just to, just to appease your parents. But then there's this other side of you that knows that deep down inside, I don't want that. Yeah. I want to do something that But that's like the spark. only way you could, your parents could be proud of you are if you are these things and yeah. you've reached these like milestones. Yeah. And you've learned to equate this, equate yeah. my validation as a good child, quote unquote, yeah. to this expectation. You know what I mean? So when you don't live up to that, you're constantly like, I don't know, not feeling like. Well, you're never reaching the bar. Yeah. You're never you're reaching the bar. other things to try to get exactly. there. Exactly. So you're overcompensating. Yeah. And then you're miserable for the rest of your life until you die. <laughs> or until they're dead. Yeah, or until you learn to create those boundaries and yeah. sever that kind of 
unrealistic expectation of yourself. And I think um, this also ties into like, there's there's this, um, I think it's, uh, I can't, The Velvet Rage or this, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, it's a book about being gay and how the reason why a lot of gay people are quote unquote successful is because they're constantly seeking this acceptance and validation. So they work extra hard just to like, fit into society mm. and be accepted by society by you know having this kind of lifestyle that is quote unquote upper class you know what i mean so you're not looked down upon you know or like you can you can you can pass by because you're rich and you have yeah. money and you're famous you know what i mean so it's like this this constant trying to keep up this this standard yeah. or validation does that make sense it totally I, makes sense i think it's called the velvet rage it is the, yeah. i just googled it. i yeah. was gonna say it is it's called that so it's like, yeah, it's really interesting that, you know, um, that being gay slash being Asian is like... Or being an immigrant child. An immigrant child, yeah, like exactly. parallel almost. Yeah, exactly. So I feel almost bad for any... Like, I know I went through it, but like any other anybody else who's going through that right now where they're just like, you know, whether I'm, I'm gay or like I'm transgender or like gender fluid. Yeah. So that on top of... Your crazy Asian parents that yeah. don't want you to be like that, and then you have the outside society being like, "You're an abomination to society. You know, yeah. you are terrible. You deserve to die. You know, all this stuff." So, anyways, life is hard. <laughs> yeah, life is hard, <laughs> especially as an immigrant kid or a yeah. child of immigrant parents. So, yeah. Anyways, that's something. Well, here I want. we are, and here we are. You know, I'm here. I'm queer, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> And I'm proud of you. Thank you. I try. Constantly trying to <laughs> live up so to that. That bar, that unattainable bar. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I just wanted to share that because it was a lot of a lot of dots and connections that were being made and slowly but surely I'm untangling this this messy ball of yarn that yeah. trying trying to make sense of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I hope that by like sixty I'm just enlightened. 60 let's hope for like a couple like maybe 40 40 is a, a nice little oh man i don't know about that but we'll see <laughs> well you better reach there or we're not gonna love you anymore well, there you go oh my god pressure's on <laughs> add that onto it okay well let's let's on that note i think we should kind of uh finish it off with some sweet and sours what do you think okay yeah I'm, i am very happy i don't have any like huge sours so that's okay uh, sweets i read two really great books okay one is called the body papers and yeah, she but... is a philippine a filipina writer she, uh, she immigrated to the u.s um when she was two and her dad is a doctor and he was one of the the few doctors back in the 80s okay uh, who moved to Boston. Nice. And her name is Grace Talusin. So I've never read a book where I felt like the author, like, sees me. Mm. Like, girl, you know. Like, you really you related know. to like, it. Like, I really felt connected. Felt heard. And there felt was, like, seen. one chapter I just read again. I read it three times. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, we, like, I, you see me, I'm crying. And I was like, oh, my God, it feels so good to have mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she, she did that for me. So I, there's like a lot of things i don't think you need to be filipino to like understand. recognize or yeah. understand it but one thing i don't know if you'll read it about expectations from mm-hmm, your parents mm-hmm. and like how the bar gets pushed yeah she has an example of when her dad was teaching her how to swim he'd be like my hands are right here it's just a quick swim over and then he'd move back slowly 
and then he'd move back and then everything in her like growing up would be like oh you're on honor roll oh but you're not on the dean's yeah, list exactly. and it was like Never the good goal enough. was yeah and it kept moving and so then her dad later on she mentioned it he would recognize it and like acknowledge it and like and apologize that's powerful so it came it full circle came around but then she was like in her later like in her 40s or whatever when mm-hmm. it happened yeah. so like it can happen of course yeah yes. I, to say it can happen is obviously not like that's not true like it can't happen it's just when do you get to that point where you it does happen does that make sense like yeah i don't i don't know and for her it was a turning point and she's like a published writer yeah. and it was all like i've done all these things yeah it's like oh but the are you on the new york, new york bestseller yeah, list yeah. and she's like they wrote about me like five times <laughs> yeah, like what exactly. more do you want from me totally so and and that's kind of it so if we're talking about the third generation, right. I feel like she falls into that. Yeah. It's nice that um That's a good that one. just happened. The colored be, papers? It's called uh the body papers. The body papers. By who? Uh her name is Grace Toulousen. Grace Toulousen. And then the other one, which is like kind of funny, and I think if you're into pop culture the mm-hmm. way we are and mm-hmm. how like engulfed we were like yeah. in the nineties and two thousands, wannabe, this the book's called Wannabe Reckonings with the pop culture that shapes me. And it's Aisha Harris. She's a podcaster. She's okay. also a journalist, but she has a podcast called, the, I think, The Happy Hour on okay. NPR. Got it. So good. Yeah. So it it's humorous. It, it, she talks about her life a little bit. It's a memoir? It's a memoir, but it's also very, like, educational. Okay. So she's a journalist, so she's cited, like, everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if you want to know something that she talked there's like articles so many articles like yeah. support it like half the book i yeah. think are like her citing things yeah but she talks about racism and how it like parallels to certain things like music mm-hmm. or for instance um movie critics yeah like i think like she was saying maybe these are like kind of obsolete and she's mm-hmm. a mov- movie or a film critic herself yeah yeah it's like the people who are, for example, she used Turning Red. Right. The people who reviewed it didn't give it good reviews mm-hmm. because they were older white yeah, men. True. So how can they relate? Yeah. But they didn't even have the scope to see it outside of being like an Asian girl from Toronto. Yeah. Teenager. Exactly. Like they couldn't see further than that. Like the parallels of how a lot of people would appreciate that movie. Would appreciate yeah. that movie. And then, well, and at the end they'll be like, well, it... It could serve for a certain community, but it's yeah. just not for me. Yeah. Or something to that degree. And therefore, it's a shitty movie. Therefore, it is a shitty movie. And then it gets shitty reviews. Yeah. So it's like, now you got to think twice before you look at Rotten Tomatoes. Like, yeah. who's reviewing this? Yeah, totally. Exactly. It's like, I don't even look at that anymore. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know if that's a good movie or a bad movie. Totally. I know. And I think, like, that's how I feel about, like, you know, even, like, any kind of critic in general, right? Yeah. It's like, for who? yeah so just you and then like your buddy yeah exactly who who's to say that you are the one who determines if something is good or not i like in all fairness there's definitely a lot of tastemakers out there who oh, know sure. like you know trends and like you know things that are good but you don't dictate what's good for everybody yeah no and there's no it's way just a perspective. you really can yeah. especially this day and age with so much shit out yeah. there there's yeah. no way you can say what's a good or bad movie totally exactly so that sounds good. I'm going to read that. Both of those actually are Both really are, good recommendations. They're so good. I read them so fast and now I'm going to read Wannabe again because nice. I didn't read all the sightings. <laughs> I'm just going to read them all. So good. That's awesome. Thanks for those good recommendations. Yes. All right. Uh, no sours, you said? Uh, no sours. I don't have any sours. All right. Really. Well, I'll start off with my sour. Um, 
I don't know if you saw this. But oh, wait, I have a question. Last yeah. week you had, or last podcast, you had an um, episode, you had a sour. Did you ever see the guy wearing your exact same outfit? Not yet. No, not I'm, yet. I'm still waiting for that moment That's to come. Great. Like, oh, well, well, well. I will attack them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bail you out of jail. Yeah. I've got some extra bail money. <laughs> Emergency bail money. Okay, my sour. So I think this was posted, uh, this thing was point, posted um in pork i don't know if you heard this but somebody posted uh like a little like event thing um in pork coquitlam it's supposed to it was posted by this person this this group on social uh instagram called black vancouver but it was a sign that says join us for whites only moms and tots are you looking for some for somewhere your children can play with others that look like them are they tired of being a minority in their schools or daycares Escape forced diversity and join other proud parents of European children as you create an atmosphere in which our kids can feel like they belong. Invest in your child's sense of well-being and racial identity by giving them the gift of time spent amongst their own people because they deserve it. So I did see that, yeah. but I didn't think that was... Real? You no, know, I didn't think it was real for one, and I didn't yeah. think it was here. When I saw um, White Tri-Cities, I was all like... I don't, I don't even know where that is. Yeah. I thought it was like in the States. Yeah. Because it was blowing up on my my Instagram. Yeah. It so was, was in like, Porco Quillam in God. Shaughnessy. <laughs> so Disgusting. Kind of ridiculous to say the least for somebody. Yeah. I mean, t- to say I'm surprised that that, 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 that happened is... I am surprised. <laughs> That's surprising that it's here, like in the Lower Mainland. Really? I'm surprised. Oh, man. That yeah. someone had the balls, too, to post that. That wasn't just like, hey, tell your friends. Yeah. So we're going to get together whites only. European. I mean, you Nazis exist. Not the dark exist. European. <laughs> yeah, the light-skinned. Light-skinned. Dark. Yeah. Don't tell your great The Aryans. Friend, okay? Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that we, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you heard on the news about the, the I think it was the house speaker that got, that resigned because they... Oh, invited a Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they exist. But they're he, here. She didn't know yeah, until like after. Enough. He's like, oh, say what? Yeah. It's yeah exactly. Like, oh, it was a mistake. And they're but like, they, you need to leave. Yeah. You got booed up for that one. Yeah. But anyways, that's my sour. Just thought that was ridiculous. I think it's settled now. And I think that, I think hopefully the person who posted that learned that they can't get away with that shit by being so brazenly open and public about that. Um, but anyways, just thought that was a really interesting. Thing That's to fucked see. Up. It is fucked up, hundred percent. I don't disagree. But so the city of Poco was notified. Yeah, and I think so they bylaw definitely... officers are taking them all down now. So I guess they're going <laughs> from post to post. Yeah, looking for those. So yeah, I want someone to be like um, undercover, like you know, undercover. I know. Boss, yeah, like undercover white family. I'd I'd watch that. I'd pay I'd to watch, watch that. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, did you see the Chinese yeah. chinky girl at yeah. school? The Ching Chong. A bunch of Ching. <laughs> they get a kick out of that yeah or they could just be like we need to you know erase <laughs> erase the colored people let's raise our kids to only marry yeah, exactly. each other there's too many mixies out there first plan of attack we're gonna go to that protest the sogi <laughs> protest no cats no more cats <laughs> anyways so that's my sour um yeah, that's and, a really awful sour yeah and i have two sweets one is a book that i also a graphic novel that i also read um, by this uh, illustrator, novelist, writer named Adrian Tomine, um, called Shortcomings, um, which is now a movie. Uh, oh. He's a, a Japanese, I think half Japanese, half white um, author, but it's a really good graphic novel just about 
don't know, Asians dating, I guess, trying to understand, like, it's kind of like a co- comedy, I guess, slash portrayal of life, but just a Japanese guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I don't, I don't know. I'm not good at it, but it's like dating white people and dating Asians. That's the gist of it, really. Um, yeah. Asians dating. Navigating yeah. through their dating life. Yeah. Lives. So anyways, they made it a movie. Um, so I haven't watched the movie yet, but the, the graphic novel is really good. So yeah, I'm excited about it. It's uh, Randall Park. I yeah, saw, exactly. I saw he produced it. I just saw an, an article that popped up with yeah. the guy from Umbrella Academy. Exactly. The Asian guy in the yeah. Academy. He's in it. Yeah, he's a lead. So. Yeah, he's very handsome. Yeah, so that's my suite. Um, if you're interested in re- it's a short read too, so it's not too intense. Um, yeah, and then my other one is... The place we went to for cocktails, uh, Please Beverage Company. Um, oh, yeah. I like that place. It's a too. cocktail place that does seltzers and like cocktails by the tap. Um, they're on 4th and Columbia, uh, 7th and Columbia, 6th and Columbia. Yeah. Um, it's like along the bike yeah, trail there. Really cool uh, place. So check it out if you have time. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that is episode 67. 67? 68, I mean, 67 plus 1. Yeah, so... 68. Wait, so... It's episode 68. There you go. Sorry about that. (laughs) Some singing in there. Hey, it's... We don't have any outros anymore, so... (laughs) Alrighty, until... More math at school, if anything. Well, get get cracking on that education (laughs) career of yours. Alright, that's episode 68. Okay, bye. See you later.